Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. New year, new you ready? Maybe. The interesting thing is only 12 to 16% of people keep their New Year's resolutions. So what does that tell you? You're going to fail before you even begin. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And the reason we're going to go through this topic today and, and some tips around New Year's resolutions so that you can stick to your goals. And that first one I'm going to tell you is kick out that New Year's resolution. You're not going to wait till the New Year's. Whatever you have on your mind right now, In the next 24 hours, you're going to start to do a 24-hour action plan, a brain dump, where you need support and what's the plan. You're not going to wait to January 1st to start this. You're not going to wait till the first Monday in the new year. That date means nothing. That date is just a calendar year. It's just a number on the calendar. And frankly, if we're human beings of nature, we're supposed to be at rest. We're supposed to be dormant. So this is actually not a great time in a growth journey to be making drastic changes. So we're fighting our natural instincts to hibernate, our natural instincts to be. But you know what I'm going to say is there's no growth in that. But doing these huge drastic changes we do for New Year's resolutions is probably why they're so hard. Why they're so hard to sustain during the winter season. Why they're so hard because they're based on a date that has no relativity to the actual goal. So here's what we're going to do is we're not going to have a New Year's resolution. We're going to have a transformation journey in which the end goal is something. What do you want to be? And that's what we're going to build our action plan around. So let's get off the New Year's resolutions. Let's start once you have a plan. That could be after the New Year. That could be right now when you're listening. I'm going to go through four tips in which we'll aid in your journey, whether it is a New Year's resolution, if that's how you want to stick to it, or your new goal, or your new year, new you. The first one is lifestyle change. It is not just an activity that you're going to do. It is an environment you're going to create. It is a lifestyle you're going to step into. It's your best self that you're finally creating. What's the big picture? If you want to lose weight, great, but why? What are you stepping into? If you want to read a book a week next year, why? Why not every two weeks? Why no books at all? What are you stepping into? Don't just do work. Step into it. Go for something. Treat it as a transformation journey that it is. A lot of times, why these goals and these New Year resolutions do not stick is because they're striving for something they don't even understand why they want to get there. Or maybe they want... To be like someone else. Again, that's not an internal why that's going to drive them. Eventually, it won't be sustainable. So what kind of lifestyle change are you going to step into to get into your why? If you want to lose weight because you can't keep up with your kids, because you don't fit in your clothes, because when you look in the mirror, you feel disgusting. What's your why? And that will start shifting your lifestyle because it's about you. And stepping into your best self and not comparing yourself to others and what they want you to be or what thinking what you should be 
you're going to step into this lifestyle by looking at that big picture, going for something, understanding your why, understanding this is a transformational journey and not just another New Year's resolution. You're going to create an environment in which you want to go. And I go over this in another podcast. It's in my book. And then there's a free self-growth worksheet on my website. It's called the three P's. Podcasts, pictures, people. Who are you going to surround yourself around to step into where you want to go? Suddenly things become normal in that area instead of abnormal. Suddenly those things just seem habitual instead of a daily hurdle. Develop the three P's. And if you need help within that worksheet on my website, there's some suggestions to get you started. So the first one is lifestyle change. What's the big picture you're stepping into? It's not a New Year's resolution. It's your best self. What is that and why? This is a journey, so there's no shortcuts. So it's probably good to do some risk management at this point and be proactive. Why are you going to fail? That's kind of a hard mirror image question. A great journal question, a question that has been internalizing that you might not know the answer right away, but very important to identify. For example, if you are going to say the excuse of I don't have time, which is the number one excuse I hear when I'm coaching, that means you're going to have to be intentional with your time. You're going to have to say no to people to protect that time. You're going to literally have to block off that time in your calendar so people don't steal it. You're going to have to tell people your goal, what you're shooting for, the transformation journey you're on, so that they don't steal that time, so they can support that time, so you can create healthy boundaries. What hurdles are you going to face? And this is to make sure you're not surprised. Lay it out. Create counteractions ahead of time and preventative measures. For example, everyone usually has some kind of health item on their New Year's resolution, whether it's go to the gym more, exercise more, pick up yoga, drink more water, less caffeine. If your goal is to drink more water to support your body because your why is to keep up with your kids, because of your why is you feel sluggish in the afternoons or you brain fog and migraines, because your hormonal cycle is all off, so you're trying to support every organ that contributes to that by just drinking more water then you better have a cup of water everywhere you go. You better have a water bottle in your car, in front of your coffee before you have that coffee, in your office, in the bathroom while you get ready for work. Everywhere you go should be a cup of water so there is zero excuse of why you didn't have water today. And I promise you, those little placements turn into micro habits. And those micro habits turn into autopilot fairly fast. Because everywhere you go, there is water. So the only excuse now you have is that you didn't drink water. It is always available to you. The other behaviors and where you're going to fail is making excuses for yourself. This is why it's important to maybe hire a third-party coach. When I coach people and I call them out on the excuses that they're stating to me, they're surprised, sometimes angry. And then at some point in our coaching session, they get it. They understand that they're deviating from their plan and filling in a different story in order to satisfy their ego. They understand they aren't holding themselves accountable. So then it becomes less about being angry at me and being angry at themselves. 
I want you to know when we make excuses, it's to make us feel comfortable, make us feel safe, stroke that ego. But that's not going to help us in this goal, is it? That's not going to help us step into our best self. That's not going to help us lose that weight, drink that water, less caffeine, better hormonal cycle. Those excuse behaviors are going to keep you where you're at today. Another proactive step you should probably identify because it contributes to failure of giving up on this goal is what support is needed. These discussions aren't had with our partners or family members, possibly at work, our boss. Say someone really needs to release their distress cycles and they create some stress management routines, including going to the gym at lunch, but they didn't talk to their team about, I'm protecting this time and creating healthy boundaries during lunch so I can go to the gym and stress relief because that's a goal of mine. So their team schedules meetings over their lunch and their goal is that day and the next day. And then a bearer rolls into them quitting their New Year's resolution. They don't tell their boss because it's not work-related, right? Why do they need to know? So then their boss calls them during the lunch hour. It's just a few-minute call, right? When I had certain goals for myself, such as going to the gym for lunch to stress relief cycles, sweat it out, There'd be times I'd be in the parking lot, literally headed to my car to head to the gym, and people would be talking to me on the sidewalk still. I would be walking backwards to my car, and people would still be talking to me. And at that point, I would just go back to work. And then the next day, it would be just as busy, so then I would stop going. And then it would turn into the next day, and the next day. And the domino effect eventually led to me not going to the gym. The trickle effect slipped me out of that routine so fast. Do you know who's in charge of that? Was me. I didn't create healthy boundaries. I didn't let anyone know why I was going to the gym. I didn't let anyone know the goal and why I was doing that. And because my burnout was so severe, I had to go to the gym or the next 24 hours would be even worse. I'm sure if I communicated that clear and created those boundaries, people would respect it. But I didn't. I stayed silent. I was the smiler, satisfying everyone else, serving everyone else. And eventually I was the one who burnt out and then everyone else also suffered. So I wasn't really serving anyone at that point. So be proactive on why you will fail. Create intentional time if that's going to be your excuse. What is going to be your hurdles? What behaviors are you going to automatically make excuses for? Who's going to call you out? And what support is needed? The third one is reflection space. One reason why people don't quit is they don't see improvements right away. I've been to the gym for two weeks and I still don't fit in my pants. I might as well quit. Proof of progress. Track it. It doesn't have to be just measurements. Weight on a scale. Truthfully, those aren't good measurements in general because you're gaining muscle. If we're speaking about a gym goal, proof of progress is how you feel. How do you feel when you wake up? How do you feel when you go to bed? Does your body feel stronger? Does it feel like stress is bouncing off of you easier because you're going to those gym sessions and sweating it out? How are you going to track these wins? How are you going to track the reroute so you don't just quit? The first bump that comes in the road, you quit the whole goal. You quit the whole plan that you've been working on. I will tell you, that reflection space is going to be so important in the transformational journey because your brain will hang on to the little bit of proof that you have written down. It's showing the brain you're moving forward. It's showing the brain that this work counts for something. 
It's showing the brain we don't have to stay where we've been. We don't have to continue to be the person that we were last year. We don't have to quit. We have to try something new. That reflection space really kept me going in the low days, in the low points, when social norm pressures were telling me, don't go to the gym, don't drink the water, have another coffee, come out for drinks, eat the crap food, go to all the parties, have no healthy boundaries, work all the time. But when I controlled those items, my body felt good. My mindset was positive. I felt in control instead of in response mode. I wouldn't have recognized that unless I made five minutes every day to reflect on that, to see how much I've changed, to see that who I was a couple months ago would be looking up to me right now and how strong I've become on all the changes I've made, all the work that I have done. Reflection space is important. And the last but not least is believe you can. I don't know how many people tell me at the workshops Wow, you're living the life. Wow, I wish I could do what you do. I'm no different than you. I didn't have support through my journey. I didn't have tons of money. I had to do it alone. I had to figure out research. I had to try on air. I fell down so many times. But you have to get back up. Because what's the other option? Going back? Absolutely not. Not after what you know. Not after the dreams that you have dreamt. Not after the plans that you have put in place. The only person you're going to disappoint is you. But what if? What if you keep going? What if it's one more step and the next day is easier? What if you go a couple more days and hit that milestone that you've been not able to hit so far? What if some of these low points and these kickouts and these hurdles are teaching you something? That you're stronger than you even think. That you can do more than you ever thought. What if some of these trials and errors is the universe or whatever you believe in teaching you that you are more resilient than you ever thought? So this is a new year. This is going to be a new you. It's not a if. It's not a when. It is a now. You are ready. You have been listening to these episodes. You have been following me on social media, listening to my videos, on my newsletter. Maybe you've been out to my website. Maybe I've coached you. Maybe you've been at my workshops. Maybe you read my book. This is your now. Do not put it off another year. Because at the end of next year, you could be that much further. Instead of looking at other people and wishing what they had, you could have that. You are the only one stopping you. In order to keep these New Year's resolutions or just a goal in general, you need to understand it's a lifestyle change. It's a transformational journey. No more shortcuts. Move into the big picture. Be proactive. Figure out how you're going to fail and start creating counteractions to that. Create reflection space daily for proof of progress and believe you can do it. If you need some encouragement, I want you to shoot me a quick message over my website with your action plan or your goal or your New Year's resolution. I want you to send it to me so I can send you some words of encouragement, so I can be your accountability partner, so I can check on you in two weeks into the year when most people quit and say, how's that going? And if burnout's a big problem for you, 
and you're feeling this, I want you to grab up the Burnout Compass Program and a deal just for you, for this new year, new you, because I know you're ready, is $49 off the Burnout Compass Program, a four-week online program in which you're going to move from the zombie mode back to liveliness. I want you to go out to my website, find the Burnout Compass Program service, and then put in the coupon code of New Year, New You. No more excuses. No more lies you're telling yourself. This is the year you step into your best self. I know you're not lazy, otherwise you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon.